when you put a seed in the ground, you, you wouldn't dig it out the next day and say, okay, where is, you know, where's my plant that I'm waiting for? You wouldn't do that, right? You would let the seed grow. And so this career in my mind is exactly the same way. You're putting a seed in and you're watching it grow and you need to be committed and you need to have patience. Welcome to the Genius Women podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk, a published travel photographer and writer, an entrepreneur and founder of Genius Women. Four years ago, I quit my corporate job to pursue my dreams. And today, I'm on a mission to help other women pursue their creative dreams as well. This is Genius Women, a podcast where we explore living a rich, meaningful, beautiful creative life through in-depth conversations with brave women pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to put your fears and doubts to the side, go after your dreams and step into your brilliance, you're in the right place. Let's go. We are taking a break here at the Genius Women podcast and I can't wait to be returning to you very soon with new season two episodes. In the meantime, I'm continuing to share with you our tiny bonus episodes to help you imagine what's possible for you in this fresh new year. In today's bonus episode, I'm sharing with you another small part of a class I teach called Storytellers in Action, in which I help women creators get a footing in a travel media space. Today's discussion is all about the three simple keys to success. People often ask me, what does it take to be successful in the travel storytelling career? In this discussion, I reveal the secret. I hope you enjoy it. What does it take for you to really build a system for yourself that keeps delivering results for you consistently? Why is it important? It's important because I think you're already starting to understand that it takes a lot of persistence for you to make things happen with this career. And it doesn't pertain just to, you know, travel journalism, right? It's really any kind of freelancing endeavor that you're taking on is going to require a lot of persistence. Because again, like I talked about in, in different sessions, there's no one who's holding your hands. There is no boss who, who tells you, okay, Yulia, this week you need to work on this. That next week you need to deliver that. Our sales goals for the years are such and such, right? There is no such things here in any kind of free, freelancing endeavor. So your own persistence and your own motivation is what's going to have results. And that's what's going to make sure that you're successful because no one else is going to, you know, keep making you do this, right? There, like I said, there's no boss, there is no structure. So you have to create your own structure. And really, particularly in a creative freelancing career where you're constantly going out and looking for projects, looking for collaborations, looking for assignments and things like that, the one that's going to get the most jobs and the one that's going to get the most progress with their career is going to be the one who consistently reaches out. I think I mentioned that in one other session too, that in some ways, this is a numbers game. So you have to keep pitching consistently to people. Otherwise, if you don't do anything, nothing happens. You can't just magically sit and hope that someone will reach out to you with ideas or with offers of work. It will happen eventually, right? As your career progresses. And it has happened to me. And it's an incredible feeling when someone reaches out to you and they want to work with you. 
but it doesn't happen out of nowhere. You have to get there somehow. So how do you get there? You reach out to people yourself. And so that consistency is incredibly important because without that consistency, you don't have a career, basically. I think there is, I don't remember right now who said it, but I think it was a um, designer or somebody who said that creative career cannot happen without prolific creating, right? And how do you get to prolific creating? By prolifically sharing your ideas and sharing your pitches with the world. So that's super important. So with that, let me just mention the three things that I think are important to keep this process going and to build this system. And then we're going to spend some time on each one. So the three things are structure, right? You having your own structure so that you can motivate yourself and you can keep going. The second one is commitment. Commitment to this path is incredibly important. And the third one is follow up. Commitment to this path is a big one, I think. In my opinion, it's, it's actually the thing that makes any creative career possible is commitment. If you look at, you know, any examples in creative industries, if you look at any successful people who have stayed with it and who are now, let's say, you know, in Hollywood, top, top actors, top directors, etc., they're all there, not because they started something and overnight they became creative or they became successful. Most of them are there because they stuck with that path for many, many years. And for many, many years, they were struggling actors. Let's use that popular example. But it's really true. It's, it's really true because we all think that success is something that happens to us overnight. That's what we see. Not that we all think that, but that's what kind of we see in the media, especially in Instagram. We see all these posts. But what we don't see is that the years that went into getting to that point for most of the people who are successful now, that success story that's overnight, it's really not true. And it's really not helpful for us to think in those terms because we get discouraged really easily when we don't see results quickly. We get so discouraged as people. It's really hard to continue if you don't see results. But it's because we do have these stories in our head about overnight success. And it's just not true. The other uh, metaphor that I really like is that when you put a seed in the ground, you, you wouldn't dig it out the next day and say, okay, where is, you know, where is my plant that I'm waiting for? You wouldn't do that, right? You would let the seed grow. And so this career, in my mind, is exactly the same way. You're putting a seed in and you're watching it grow. And you need to be committed and you need to have patience. Now, the other question is, how do you keep this commitment and this patience? And how do you balance that with the very practical considerations of you need to earn money, you need to make a living? And that question is something that is going to be different for all of us. But for example, my favorite example of Elizabeth Gilbert, who now is an extremely successful writer, for years, even as she was being published in different magazines, she was waitressing for years. And she had no shame in that. She fully owned the fact that she's waitressing and writing at the same time. Because I feel like there is this thing where we're like, oh, I am a writer, but my full-time job is XYZ, for example. And, and we feel shame that we're not able to fully support ourselves with writing and we have to take on some other job. 
I pick up on that a lot of times in conversations that people feel ashamed of that. And I love how Elizabeth Gilbert, she had no shame in that completely. She was very fully unapologetic in that. You know, she knew her path. She was committed to her path, which was being a writer. And she was getting there by any means necessary. And there was no shame in that for her whatsoever. And I just love that example so much. So commitment is really a big part. How can you build your commitments, especially in the beginning when you're just starting? How can you build your commitment? How can you make sure that you don't lose interest and lose motivation two weeks after we're done because you sent out one pitch and nothing happened? You didn't hear back. So you just decide that it's not for you or you know the results are not coming in quickly enough. So that's it. How can you keep that commitment going or how can you spark it, especially in the beginning? So one, one challenge that I would give you that I did myself once, it builds that muscle of sending out your ideas out there and being committed to this path really well. I really love how it builds that muscle. And that challenge is going through a 30 days, 30 pitches process. So it's really just really simple. In 30 days, you commit to send out 30 pitches, which means that once a day you send out a pitch. And what that does for you is, first of all, it gets you into that habit, right, of sending out a pitch every single day. It gets you into the habit of sharing your ideas with the world and seeing that there is really nothing scary or overwhelming about that. And even if you get a rejection and even if you don't hear anything back, you will keep learning that this process is not scary. And second, it gets you into that again, practice of consistently reaching out to people every single week. Because again, that's, I can't stress this enough. That's the only way you will make progress in this is if you're consistently reaching out to people. Until you get to that point where you start getting emails in your inbox from editors that say, hey, I have this coming up, you know, would you want to work on it? Until you get to that point, you need to be consistently reaching out to people. And so this uh, 30 days, 30 pitches challenge is one way for you to do that, right? It builds your commitment to this path. It builds your muscle of sending out ideas into the world. And it puts you into this habit of sending out pitches consistently. And this exercise can be you can feel that maybe it's challenging, it's overwhelming. How do I come up with 30 ideas to send out in 30 days. I don't have that many ideas right now. But I hope that through the process of this class, you've started seeing that in the research, in the publications that you've been researching, I hope you started seeing that there are all kinds of stories that are out there that that the publications are publishing. All kinds of stories, all kinds of formats some are very advanced and require a lot of work, like big features, you know, multi-page features. Some are really simple, like lists, like a postcard to a stranger, you know, something short and sweet. So I hope you started seeing that even though it sounds like 30 ideas in 30 days is a lot, you could really fill that pipeline with stuff pretty easily. And in my book, sending out a postcard to a stranger counts as sending out a pitch. It's more about you doing that action, right? It's literally, it's more about you acting than what it is that you're sending out there because it puts you into that mindset of committing to this path, 
of being consistent, of doing this and seeing that nothing scary happens when you do it. Because again, if you send one pitch out, only one pitch, or even let's say you send 10 pitches total ever, and none of them come back positive, and you say, okay, it's not for me. I'm not a writer. I'm not a photographer. I'm not a creative person. It's just not for me, right? And that's it. And you move on from this idea of being this creative person with this career. Well, that's not enough. I'm sorry, but you haven't tried enough. Reaching out 10 times to someone is absolutely not enough. And again, I I think this is my opinion that this is a reason why so many people are stuck in the wrong careers for themselves and in the wrong fields is because they give up too quickly. They reach out 10 times, they see that it's not yielding them any results and they go on, they move on. And so I'm here to tell you that, no, you have to do much more than that, but eventually it will yield results. It absolutely will. I have no doubt, like zero doubt in my mind that it will yield results, but you just have to do sufficient work and and reach out with your ideas sufficiently into the world. Thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode. I hope you found it useful and valuable to you. If you want to learn more about the class I teach, Storytellers in Action, I invite you to visit geniuswomen.com class to check it out. And remember that women is spelled as W-O-M-X-N. And stay tuned for next week's final bonus episode in which we're going to talk about the work only you can do.